In this bulletin, both sides of the voice campaign have pledged to unveil new measures to close the Indigenous disadvantage gap after the referendum failed. Federal opposition leader and no campaigner Peter Dutton says his priority after the referendum is to push for a royal commission into child sexual abuse in Indigenous communities and an audit into spending on Indigenous programs. And a number of First Nations Australians have come together at healing events around the country as they mark a week of silence to grieve the referendum result. Both sides of the voice campaign have pledged to unveil new measures to close the Indigenous disadvantage gap after the referendum failed. The Prime Minister and his government are expected to face a barrage about the failed vote, which went down in every jurisdiction but the ACT, when Parliament resumes today. About 40% of voters supported the voice. The opposition attacked Anthony Albanese for going ahead with the referendum when polls showed it was headed for defeat. They accused him of dividing the nation rather than solely pushing ahead with the symbolic constitutional recognition, which they said they could have supported. The government says it will continue to listen to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and work towards implementing change that can make a difference. A number of First Nations Australians have come together at healing events around the country as they mark what they call a week of silence to grieve the referendum result. Victoria's democratically elected First Peoples Assembly urged Aboriginal Australians to be gentle on themselves and others. In the inner city Sydney suburb of Redfern at the National Centre of Indigenous Excellence, members of the community say the result is a devastating blow and it's important to come together at this time. Shane Sturgis from the Black Aboriginal Corporation told NITV the whole process of the referendum has taken its toll, but campaigners will regroup and move forward. The votes are in, the country has said their piece, they have had their voice, um, and it's now time for us to start reconnecting and working together to become stronger and more resilient. This is not the first time we've had to overcome adversity, um, and it won't be the last time but it's an important time for us to reconnect. Bridget says she is taking heart from the Australians who voted yes. What we have to be thankful and grateful for is that 6 million people voted yes uh, and there are a whole lot more people who voted no but for various misguided reasons they voted no. um, But even so, they support Aboriginal people and the closing of the gap. First Nations listeners seeking mental health support can contact 13 Yarn on 13 92 76 or Aboriginal Counselling Services on 0410-539-905. Lifeline Australia's number is 13 11 14. The Australian Electoral Commission has rejected suggestions there was interference during the deployment of mobile teams to remote Indigenous communities in the Northern Territory. No campaigner Jacinta Price says she doesn't take the voting results seriously in her electorate after a majority yes vote was returned across the remote mobile teams. She says she thinks there needs to be an investigation of the AEC's conduct of polling in remote communities, providing no evidence for her claims. I think going ahead, we probably need to look at the way in which the AEC, the NTEC, conduct themselves when it comes to remote polling. At elections, at referendums, I think we should take 
away um, those who come in with their how to votes, the unions that come in and overpower vulnerable Aboriginal people in those communities. There is a lot that goes on in remote communities that the rest of Australia doesn't get to see. A spokesperson for the AEC rejected claims of interference in the vote counting process, saying that the issue of political campaigning is separate and the ability to campaign is allowed at any polling place. Former Prime Minister and Beyond Blue Chair Julia Gillard says the Indigenous Voice referendum result is a moment for Australia to reflect. In a statement, Ms Gillard says while she is disappointed in the result, she remains hopeful that all Australians want to heal divisions and create a better future together. The final makeup of New Zealand's government is still to be determined as ballots continue to be counted. Christopher Luxon, the leader of the National Party, will now replace Labor Prime Minister Chris Hipkins after the election result. With most of the vote counted, the National Party has about 40% of the vote, but it still remains to be seen whether it will be forced to bring in a third party to govern. Mr Luxon says he wants to get started right away on governing for all New Zealanders. And in all our conversations with you, we heard a description of New Zealand that can be so, so much better than it is. And we know it, and you voted for it, and together we will make this an even better country. And in rugby, England have ended Fiji's crowd-pleasing run at the Rugby World Cup with a tense 30-24 win to reach the semi-finals for the sixth time. Captain Owen Farrell kicked 20 points in Monday's victory in what proved a gripping affair as the Pacific Islanders fought to the end, threatening another huge upset after turning over Australia during the group stages. It was a welcome result for the Northern Hemisphere after quarterfinal losses for Ireland and Wales on Saturday, with the English countering a second-half fight back by the flying Fijians, as Farrell kicked a drop goal and penalty in the final eight minutes. England's captain and player of the match, Owen Farrell, says he's proud of his team's efforts. I thought we really, we really got after it in that first half. Uh, we always knew Fiji were going to have some good patches, and they, and they certainly did, so... To find a way to win for us and to get through to the semi-finals, a big step, a big step forward for us. Uh, we know we've got plenty of work to do. And now for a look at today's weather. Perth, mostly sunny, 36. Adelaide, cloudy, 19. Melbourne, showers, becoming windy, 15. Hobart, a shower or two, 16. Albury-Wodonga, showers, 16. Canberra, showers, 15. Wollongong, a shower or two, becoming windy, 22. Sydney, a possible shower, 25. Newcastle, becoming windy, partly cloudy, 29. Brisbane, mostly sunny, 34. Townsville, also mostly sunny, 30. Cairns, sunny 32, Alice Springs, also sunny 30, Darwin, sunny 34, and the Torres Strait Islands, partly cloudy 32. And that is NITV Radio News. 